Hey there, today's episode is brought to you by the Surviving Life Coaching Program. This is my one-on-one opportunity for you to create a life you love, a life with healthy new habits and finding your new normal. This is gonna offer you accountability and goal setting each week, encouragement, support, and brainstorming so you can live the life that you deserve to live. If you are interested in learning more about this six-week one-on-one opportunity to work with me, then please go to info at hollyboyce.com and put in the subject line, Surviving Life Coaching. Hopefully we'll talk soon. Welcome to the Surviving Life Podcast, where everyday people share their stories of inspiration and hope through their challenges. This will be a reminder to you that there is always hope when you feel hopeless. There's always light when you feel surrounded by dark, and there is always a way to live in your life instead of exist in it. We are all survivors of this life, and this podcast is meant to inspire you to go out and live your best life. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What's up, survivors? Welcome to another episode of Surviving Life. It is Walk-In Wednesday today. If you haven't heard of Walk-In Wednesday, it is where I come to you live from the closet, my walk-in closet, and tell you what has been on my mind for the week or what am I surviving for the week. And a lot of times it's things like kids and a lot of times it's things like day-to-day life. Um, But this week is going to look a little different Um, This week, I want to talk to you what it's like to be surviving survivor's guilt. Survivor's guilt is exactly what it sounds like. It is when survivors of life's different tragedies feel this tremendous sense of guilt because they are still living on this planet and their friend or loved one or somebody else is not. And it is a very real thing, a very real feeling, and you are not alone if you are feeling that emotion and that that whole process right now. Cancer survivors go through this um, quite often. And in my 10 years, I go through it every time I lose a loved one um, to cancer. It just brings up all of that stuff again. And I just feel bad that I am still here. Not that I don't want to be here. Trust me, that's not the case. But it's this sense of like, it just doesn't seem very fair. And especially in the cancer world, when you know somebody that has had the exact same treatment as you and they pass and you don't, it's very strange feeling. It's a very strange feeling as if you were, same thing if you were in a car accident, you guys were both in the same car accident. One makes it, one doesn't. I know and I believe personally that the only person that decides if I get to stay here is God. And whether you believe that or not, the reality is we don't have any control over who is here on this planet and who is not. We can do our best to stay here as long as possible, but at the end of the day, it really is out of our control. I think it's God's control. You can think whatever you want. But I lost a friend a few days ago to this horrible, stupid, I want to say every bad word in the book disease. And I'm trying to keep the show family friendly. So I'm, I'm attempting to not say any curse words, but I feel angry. I feel so 
freaking angry that I can barely keep it in. And I want to like punch something. If I had a punching bag out in front of me, I would be punching it. It's not fair. Cancer taking lives of people that we love is not fair. And it makes us very angry. And underneath that layer of anger that I have is this deep sadness because this world doesn't get to enjoy this amazing human that was here only a few days ago, lighting up the world with her smile. Now, this is a fellow baseball mom that uh, we just lost. And I'm telling you, I don't know if it's because, you know, we have kids similar ages, if it's because I had cancer and she had cancer. I'm not sure what it is, but this hits me hard. And it hits me hard every time someone passes away from cancer because there's this whole feeling of like, well, why them and not me? You know, like, why am I still here? And I'm not doing anything important. I haven't done anything special. I haven't, you know, cured cancer or anything like that. Why am I still here? And why did you take this person? And this is, this is a great human being that had the most beautiful fiery red hair and had the fiery personality to go with it. She loved watching her kid play baseball more than probably anything in this life. And it was just, she was just an amazing human that brought joy to so many people's lives. And just, I, I'm smiling because I'm picturing her at every single baseball game, cheering on her son and just that huge smile that she had. And then I just go from like this smile to just complete and utter sadness because it's not fair. It's not fair on any level whatsoever when somebody exits this world and somebody doesn't. And we all eventually are going to exit this world, I guess, if you want to look at it like that. But it just doesn't make any sense. And I don't know that it's supposed to, but I, I don't know what to do with that. And I think sometimes you just have to go through all those feelings, that anger and that sadness and that loss and that, that whole grieving process that they talk about, right? I think you have to do that. But when you're a survivor dealing with survivor's guilt, there's a whole nother layer to that because you go through the regular grieving process of I'm angry, I'm sad, um, the acceptance and the like trying to do something in their honor. And you go through all of those stages of grief and you do all that. But then as a survivor, you have this added layer and it's the guilt layer. And that guilt layer is you needing to process basically your worth in this world again and again and again. So the more people I lose to cancer, the more I have to continue to process my worth in this world. And on a surface level, I know and understand that I have worth and value in this world. But when someone passes like this, it makes you question again, especially when you're in more of a darker headspace because you're sad and you're grieving. And then you're like, well, I'm not even doing anything. And it's easy to find all the things that are wrong with your life and that you're not doing very well. And like, you know, why am I even here? And, um, you know, I'm not making a difference anywhere, you know, whatever. But I think that having to go through that added layer again and again and again gets kind of exhausting sometimes. You know, and doing a little research on this topic, there are a lot of people that can and possibly do go through survivor's guilt 
war veterans, first responders, Holocaust survivors, 9-11 survivors, cancer survivors, transplant recipients, crash survivors, natural disaster survivors, witnesses to traumatic events, family members who have developed a fatal hereditary condition, those who lose family members to suicide, parents who have outlived their children. There's a lot of people that can be feeling the same types of symptoms. And some of the symptoms that you may be feeling if you are going through survivor's guilt are just that massive amount of guilt about surviving when other people have not. Um, what you did during your traumatic event. So like your, whatever you were doing during that traumatic event, you kind of have to relive that. And maybe you have guilt about some of that, depending on what it was, what they didn't do during that traumatic event. So maybe if it was something not like cancer, but something else, you know, what did you not do? Maybe there's massive amounts of guilt about that part of it. Very similar types of things can happen in terms of with PTSD. And so you can get flashbacks of the events, obsessive thoughts about the events, irritability, anger, feelings of helplessness, disconnection, fear, confusion, lack of motivation, problems sleeping, headaches, nausea, stomach ache, social isolation, thoughts of suicide. As with PTSD, survivor's guilt can cause the person to see the world as an unfair and unsafe place. There's definitely ways that you can cope with the survivor's guilt that you have and ways that I've found is just really accepting and allowing the feelings to go through me. And I heard, I think it was Bryn Bamber on one of the episodes that we aired a few weeks ago. She said it takes about 90 seconds for a feeling to go through your body. And I found that really interesting. And so I haven't tried it out to see like how long, if you just actually let your body feel the feeling that it's trying to feel instead of trying to change it, I guess theoretically it only takes about 90 seconds to move through your body. Now, does that mean that your guilt is only going to last 90 seconds? Sorry guys, that's not like what I'm saying, but feeling those feelings in your body, instead of trying to push them down, hide them, ignore them, um, you know, cope with them with drugs or alcohol or shopping or whatever else you're trying to do to numb your pain. Instead of doing that, just allowing yourself to be in that space. Nobody likes being sad and angry and mad and scared and all those things. Nobody likes those feelings. But when we can kind of accept the fact that that is what we're feeling right now, then it definitely helps. And if those feelings get so overwhelming and they're not getting better, and they're not getting more manageable over time, then it's time to talk to somebody. It's time to get help. Um, because it's not always possible to move through these feelings by ourselves. So I always start with feeling like, should I, let me process all this, and then let me see where I'm at after that. And if I need more, then I'm going to go seek out a therapist or somebody that can help me work through those things. Connecting with others is so important. Getting those feelings out is, is one thing, but getting those out with another person, um, you know, coming on here and making podcasts and telling the whole world what your problems are is a whole next level step, I think. And I'm not saying that you have to do that, but just sharing those feelings with your family and friends in a safe space is really going to help you 
get some of that support that you need. And I think face-to-face groups, online support groups, all of those things are really helpful. So you can ask questions and you can also see that you're not alone especially if you find somebody that's kind of been there, done that. And that's why I like to bring survivors of lots of different types on the show and talk about surviving lots of different types of things, because I want you to see that you are not alone out there in this world. And right now we kind of feel isolated because we kind of physically are a little more isolated than we used to be. And I want you to understand that there is somebody out there in this world that gets you. And it's not just you against the world. And it's not just you, you just don't understand me. You just don't understand me. We do understand you. There is somebody out there. It may not be me specifically, but there are people that do understand you. Another thing that's really helpful is just being mindful, grounding yourself, taking a minute to breathe and just focus on nothing else and think about nothing else other than your breath. Grounding yourself, praying, getting yourself centered, just really taking a moment to do that. Self-care is huge. There's, of course, the bubble baths, the reading, the resting, and all that good stuff. Meditating, journaling, creating art, playing music, listening to music, trying aromatherapy, but also thinking about things like getting enough sleep, well-balanced diet, exercising regularly, those are also part of self-care and really talking to someone, maybe that's a therapist and really getting those emotions out is part of self-care as well. We have got to put our oxygen masks on ourselves in order to help all the people that we want to help in this world. We have to take care of ourselves first. And we had a self-care expert on here who gave tons of tips on things that you could do to take care of yourself. Another thing that I like to do in terms of me and my survivor guilt and managing that is doing something for other people. I think I feel better in some way, shape, or form when I can shift my focus from what is going on in my world after I've processed all those feelings and emotions, of course. I feel better putting my energy into other people and helping them. Sometimes that's educating people like on podcasts or on live videos or doing, you know, uh, coaching calls and things with people that need help. Other times it's like volunteering in an organization that I support. Sometimes it's donating, you know, my time or, or items or things like that to people that need it. Sometimes it is just lending an ear to somebody that needs it. Um, one of the things that I've done a lot is anytime somebody seems to get cancer, they're like, Hey Holly, will you talk to my friend such and such? And I'm like, sure, of course. I love talking to people. And I will a lot of times just listen to what they have to say and let them process and just kind of help, help be there and be that person that understands what they're going through. So they know they're not alone but shifting my focus to other people and helping other people really actually helps me not only move through my bad days, but definitely helps me move through survivor guilt that I may be facing. I know that this is not going to be the last time that I deal with this. Unfortunately, cancer takes many, many lives and I am in 
this cancer world quite a bit because of my coaching programs, because of my courses, because of this podcast, and just because I just want to help people that have survived cancer or are going through cancer right now. And so I can never really truly get away from that. Not that I even want to. So I know that this is not going to be the last time. And every loss is exactly that. It's a loss in my world and it's a little piece of my heart that will be gone. But the thing is, I am still here. And whether I you know, feel worthy of that opportunity or not at this very second, I still have to put one foot in front of the other and take steps forward in my life and just do what I was meant to do on this earth as long as I am able to do it. And I don't take for granted any single day that I have been given ever. I never, ever, ever do. I'm so grateful every single day that I get to open my eyes. In fact, I'm so grateful that I put my feet on the floor every morning and I look up, I take a big breath in. Thank you, God, for giving me another day and another opportunity to be here. And please continue to put the people in my pathway that you need me to help and put the people that I need in my pathway that can help me. And please just continue to allow me to make a difference every single day that I'm here. That literally is my prayer every morning. And when you live like that, you live a life of no regret. And so whether or not I get caught up in the guilt of being here, sometimes it definitely happens. But for the most part, every day I'm going to take an opportunity to make this, this gift that I've been given of opening my eyes to make that count. I don't know guys, survivor's guilt is a real thing. I can't get rid of it permanently. I wish I could. And I wish I could take yours away from you if you're feeling that right now. But I do hope that you can use some of those strategies of self-care, use some of those ways of processing your emotions, talk to somebody, talk to me, um, and manage to move through that. I hope that you can find some beauty in everything that happens in this world, even in the hard things. And my friend was a beautiful, beautiful soul that definitely would be fine with me being upset that she's gone, but she would want me to, after that time was done, she would want me to honor her memory by living my life instead of spending the rest of my life being upset that she's not here. So cancer sucks. It will always suck in my world. And I do joke about it and I do laugh about it and I do make a lighthearted kind of thing about it a lot of times, but it really, really sucks and I do hate it, but I choose to honor those that have left this world before me by making the most of the opportunity that I have and using the gift of cancer to hopefully change and open people's minds to hope and to a future that is more beautiful than they can even imagine. So I hope that you have a fantastic Wednesday wherever you are And that is another walk-in Wednesday, guys. A little heavy this week. Don't worry. I'll be back next week complaining about my kids. Um, I will see you guys soon. I love you. If you guys could take an opportunity and go to the subscribe button in your Apple podcast or wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe 
And if you want to take an opportunity to write an honest review, every month we're choosing someone out of those reviews to get a little special coffee gift card from me. And those reviews are like virtual hugs. So if you have a chance to do that, I would appreciate that more than anything that you could possibly do. Um, that's it. That's all I got for today. <laughs> I hope that you have, you can see, you can hear my voice is a little raspy today. I, I don't have COVID. I swear. I just have a little cold. <laughs> anyway, I hope you have a great day and I will see you again next week. That's it for today. Survivors have a great day. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing over at Holly Boyce Fitness, please visit the website www.hollyboyce.com and you can sign up for a free weekly newsletter with fitness, food, and fun and mindset tips every single week right to your email inbox. And guess what? Because you would be a part of the VIP squad, you will have first access at all amazing new programs and new things that I'm doing. I would love to have you join me on any social media site. And again, I'll see you next time.